Hey, Tidbitters. Welcome to this episode of Audio Tidbits. I have some pretty fun kinds of things for you today. Three tunes from Kevin and two tips for making a difference with people who make a difference to you. Please enjoy. Hoping that your skies are clear, the highway is dry, and that you're keeping it between the lines. This fine tune from Kevin is called Autumn Day. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Ten for a good buddy, and I'll catch you on the backside.
Have you heard the old saying, let your conscience be your guide? Of course you have. I suspect we have all heard it at least once or twice. The question, though, is, do we follow that little voice? Or do we follow the advice we get from other people? Or perhaps even go with our, quote, best judgment? Let's think about that together. When your intelligence don't tell you something ain't right, your conscience gives you a tap on the shoulder and says hold on. If it don't, you're a snake. Elvis Presley. As one might expect, Carl Jung expressed Presley's folk wisdom in somewhat more formal language. But the idea is the same, through pride we are ever deceiving ourselves. But deep down below the surface of the average conscience is still, small voice says to us, something is out of tune. Christopher Reeve also heard that in a voice, I think we all have a little voice inside us that will guide us. It may be God, I don't know. But I think that if we shut out all the noise and clutter from our lives and listen to that voice, it will tell us the right thing to do. The recurring belief is that the voice of conscience is ever-present and far less fallible than the voice of reason. For example, Josh Billings asserted, reason often makes mistakes but conscience never does. Gina Jacques Rousseau made the same point this way, reason deceives us often, conscience never. Although stated less dogmatically, Joseph Cook agreed with Billings and Rousseau, conscience is our magnetic compass, reason our chart. Unfortunately, that little voice may not be quite the totally reliable key to recognizing the good and right some say it is. Samuel Butler pointed out, conscience is thoroughly well-bred and soon leaves off talking to those who do not wish to hear it. As it turns out, conscience has an attitude. If you don't pay attention to it, it may just stop paying attention to you. Were that not problem enough, what conscience is saying isn't always clear. You can listen and still struggle to understand. As William Dean Howells pointed out, the difficulty is to know conscience from self-interest. Conscience and reason are having a fight. They go back and forth all through the night. It's a right to the nose and the left to the chin. When morning comes, they start over again. Reason says that it makes perfect sense. It's trying to nudge you off of the fence. The tug of conscience is hard to abide. It's pulling you hard to the other side. You sway back and forth, first left and then right. Do you do what makes sense or do what seems right? Conscience gives you a pull, then reason a push. If this isn't resolved, you'll be dumped on your tush. Does reason prevail or does the little voice win? Do you take one on the nose or one on the chin? Either way you go, it doesn't feel good. Do you do what makes sense or do what you should? Calm yourself and try to unwind. Take a deep breath and make up your mind. Do you go with what you think or with that little voice? It's up to you. And you live with your choice. Hey there, titters. Windswept is three minutes of pure relaxation. So take a deep breath, let your mind get centered, and enjoy.
Return to your earth in a spirit of goodwill and helpfulness. And have been fascinated to learn that helpfulness is something your philosophers already have considered. Perhaps you need reminded what your own philosophers have had to say. That is certainly better than hearing it from the aliens amongst us. I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And I will not let what I cannot do interfere with what I can do. Edward Everett Hale A similar sentiment was expressed by William Penn I expect to pass through life but once. If therefore, there be any kindness I can show, or any good thing I can do to any fellow being, let me do it now, and not defer or neglect it, as I shall not pass this way again. Your best strategy over the long haul is to understand where people want to go and help them get there. You do this by talking with them about what aid and support they need from you and being sure they get it. It may seem more expedient to charge full speed ahead and others be damned, but being too self-serving ends up, in the long run, serving no one. Your success is best served by helping others succeed. The glitch is that, no matter how well-intentioned, your offer to help is usually turned down or the response is, I will let you know. If you sincerely want to help, do not ask what you can do to help or wait to be asked. Think about what the person's problem is or what they want to accomplish and then do something helpful. Proactively helping is most always much more helpful than help that is merely offered though it does take a little more time, a little more thought, and a little more effort. Did that help, is often the best question you can ask. As Sunshine Magazine pointed out, he who gives when he is asked has waited too long. The famous anonymous had a particularly pithy way of emphasizing the importance of being proactive with others, being good is commendable, but only when it is combined with doing good is it useful. Albert Schweitzer and William James respectively joined the help when you can, wherever you can chorus. Wherever a man turns he can find someone who needs him, and act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. Perhaps the last word on it should go to George Bernard Shaw who said, this is the true joy in life, being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one, being thoroughly worn out before you are thrown on the scrap heap, being a force of nature instead of a feverish selfish little clot of ailments and grievances complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. There you go, tidbitters. I hope you enjoyed the show and perhaps picked up a couple of tips that will help you make a difference as you make a difference with people who make a difference to you. Let's take it out with Oria Carmina. I think it'll pick up the pace a little, pick up your energy a little, and help you move on to the rest of your day. Take care, be well, and stop back again real soon.
Music by Kevin McLeod.